When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is Tuesday. We're doing a full week of shows. My God, I almost just I was like, do I really need to do a full week of shows? The answer is no, but at the same time, I got to do it. There's something in me, folks, that I... <laughs> that, uh, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with podcasting. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great day and a great week so far. Um, I want everybody right here at the beginning, right here at the beginning. I want you to go and I want you to grab your credit card and I want you to read me that num. No, um, I want, and I know this sounds goofy. I know it sounds silly. Believe me. I can, I'll, I hear myself already, but just on the off chance Today, today and Tuesday, and I mean, even if you listen on Wednesday, send out good vibes, send out healing vibes. And I know, I know I talk a lot of shit about Courtney and the Kardashians saying vibes way too much. Listen, I do not say it nearly as much as them, but on the off chance, I just need people to send a positive thought. I've got, uh, I just, I have a good friend and, and there's something you know, medically happening today. And I just want to make sure I want to start this show. It's something that's on my mind and I'm sure is on their mind right now. And I just want to, I don't know, hopefully we can put some kind of positive thought out there in the universe. Um, because listen, man, like this shit's scary, man. Shit is scary sometimes. And I don't know. I want to believe in positive energy. So I'm just saying that I'm just putting it out there. And, and, and I, I would do the same for you. I'm sending, wait, by the way, you know what? I'm sending positive vibes to all you guys. So how do you like that? So now you have to give me positive vibes back. I think that's how positive vibes work. It's usually done by threats. <laughs> I'm over at my buddy's place right now, Cat City. And I, I don't know if you listened to yesterday's episode. Um, would you like to say hi? Did you hear the meow, you guys? That's Stella. Stella, Meow. Woo, that's a good one. So I'm uh, house-sitting and cat-sitting. Stella is right next to me, and Sky Baby, or Sky, they call him Sky Baby, she is locked in another room because Sky is dangerous. I've been given very specific instructions to just lay down the food, shut the door, let it cl- make sure you hear the door click, Ryan. And I was like, if I don't hear the door click, does that mean like the end of me? I mean, this, and it's the cutest, most beautiful white cat you've ever seen in your life. But man, I am just like I'm like I'm sleeping on the couch and I'm just kind of like I, I think I'm just I'm expecting to hear like a creak in the middle of the night. And then just like that cat is like standing over me with a knife, even though they don't have, you know, working thumbs. Um, anyways, <laughs> enough about me, though. <laughs> um, OK, so let's get it today. We have a, an excellent show. I got to uh, I got to talk to two of my buddies that I've been. I mean, listen, you're not going to get better in podcasting than Kelly Williams and Troy McKeady. They both have separate podcasts on their own or have. Kelly's is on a break right now. But they they came together to form this podcast called Beyond the Blinds that started about a year ago. And you guys might already know about this. We all kind of run in similar circles. And they're killing it, man. They are killing it. And they are two of the most knowledgeable people in uh, celebrity blinds and pop culture. And I truly admire their knowledge. You know, it's like, it, it just, I respect their geek geekness so bad. Like, it's just like, they're so, I just love people. I remember having a conversation with Kelly on my podcast, like a year and a half ago or something. And I remember she, she dug out some facts, like about like a weird Backstreet Boy fact or something. And I just remember going like, damn, man, that's awesome. That's, I love people 
that have like similar appreciations or minds. And we talk about this at the end of the interview is I think I've, I've thought a lot about this in the last couple of years of, of, and I know this is another thing that sounds silly, but like your purpose in life, right? Like, or why, why we are driven towards certain things or why we are attracted towards certain things. And I always kind of wondered, like, why am I attracted to reality shows? Why am I attracted to this kind of entertainment? Or why does my brain uh, work easier when I'm just pulling up like statistics from box office or movies or TV? Like, why is that something that I can do that other people can't do? And I was talking with them and I was like, do you guys kind of like, do you guys sometimes think that, that that's you know, like now you kind of know because you're doing this, like maybe, maybe all of that shit that I always wondered about that. I always was like, why, why, why am I like this? Maybe it was to be here with you guys talking. Like maybe it was to be there with geeking out with Kelly and Troy today. Like I, I just sometimes, I sometimes think that when I'm at my most positive, because I love to believe that everything happens for a reason, right? Like I hate random chance. Like I want things, I want things to connect. I, you know, I like things to be able to fit pieces here and there and things to be finished and start, you know, like I like things that are linear and it, you know, it's just, it's, it would be nice. It would be nice to be able to explain it that way. So that's what I'm going to believe. But you guys, if you don't know beyond the blinds, you're going to love them after today. This is just a really fun conversation. Their show is so in depth. We scratch the surface on a handful of topics, but listen, the true joy is going to be going over there. They also have an excellent Patreon where you get some dirty stuff, you know, some dirty blinds uh, and, ru and rumors and all that stuff. But it's really easy to recommend uh, somebody like that. Like I've known Troy, God, I think like five or six years when I first started podcasting. Even before that, he was part of that Emotionally Broken Psychos Facebook group, which I don't know if anybody listening to this even knows what that is anymore. But it was like right when I was uh, about to be separated and getting like divorced. I didn't know any of this shit existed. I didn't know. Like I knew reality shows existed. had been watching them for like a decade. Loved them. You know, but it was kind of like a private thing that I did that my friends would make fun of me. And my ex would watch them with me. But it was like I was kind of steering that ship of this is what we watch. And... <laughs> you know, like a real domineering male. We're going to watch Beverly Hills tonight. Um, and I remember like I, I would be at work at the acting studio and I would sit at the desk most of the day and I would be like fielding calls and making appointments and classes and stuff like that. And I discovered Facebook groups. I just, I discovered this uh, through uh, Molly who had, who had ran this and had uh, a podcast, I think called Emotionally Broken Psychos as well. And through that, through that Facebook group, I got to meet so many cool people. And I, I got to do a Kardashian podcast because of it, which kind of started all of this. I'd already been doing my podcast for the acting studio I worked at, uh, but it was just interviewing actors. And it wasn't any kind of regular thing. It would be like once a month, maybe. And uh, so I would just sit there and I would be in kind of weird, you know, when you have that dull pain with you at all times. And I don't mean physical, I mean emotional, where you're like, oh, shit, my life's potentially falling apart and I cannot face that. So I will get on Facebook 24-7 and I will make fun of Aviva Drescher throwing her leg in Real Housewives of New York, or I will make fun of Vicky Gunvalson and Don Gunvalson, or I will make, you know, like, or I, it was just all pop culture in the Facebook group and everybody, everybody in that group, I remember just being super witty and funny. And I had never, 
listen, I was used to Facebook, like po- using it like, you know, where you post stupid pics of what you did, you know, or like you with your friends drinking a beer, like stupid shit. I didn't know you could do other stupid shit, like talk about reality shows and pop culture. But that Facebook group really like I, I got to meet Troy from there. Troy, like and Troy, you know, that I mean, he was considered. I mean, I don't want to like he was considered a god or a prince or something like that just because he was so knowledgeable. Right. Like that shit ha- has currency in this world. Like, you mean you can tell me something or like or we can we can we can rap about this thing that I thought I was the only one that noticed. And then you realize there's a small group of people that noticed it. And at its best, that's what social media does, right? Social media can bring us together at its best. Sometimes it all ends up falling apart and flaming out completely like that Facebook group did and so many others. I mean, the thing is, like, I even have a Facebook group now. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Hey, guys. But I, I when I when I somebody asked me to if they could start it, I was like, yeah, but listen, my thing is I, I usually see these crumbling apart falling apart and then usually it turns out where they just kind of talk shit they end up talking shit usually about the person that the face group was created around in the first place like it never seems to end well and so that was my fear uh and mine actually has been super chill and cool and and probably pretty tame and i'm I'm sure people would actually like it to be a little more exciting but i think it's awesome so far and uh but i just remember what an important time that was and going like oh my god i found my people I mean, they seem to be spread out all over the continental U.S. and even overseas, you know. That, but it was like I finally found, like, because my my boys, my boys didn't talk about reality shows. I mean, they were talking about college basketball and football, and I could have given a rip about any of that stuff. I would do the game, like I would like we would go to the ASU games when they played UCLA or USC, and we would do like the party bus, or they would gather at a bar, and I would go there. And I mean, guys, this is this is you know. You got to remember, this is the olden days when you only had like an iPhone 3. So internet service wasn't as great as it is now. So I would just be there refreshing TMZ. I mean, this is before I even discovered what the Daily Mail was. But that Facebook, you could always count on going to that Facebook, seeing the alerts, seeing who commented on your post or leaving a smart ass comment on somebody else's post. And it was really cool. If you had never experienced that before, it was really it, it's something that I uh, this sounds jokey, but it I credit it with helping me through that whole period of my life. It also caused a lot of problems, too. I'm not going to don't get me wrong. Like it, it, it wasn't there's bad parts of it, too. But um as a whole, it, it gave me a whole new kind of look on things and lease on things and meeting all of these new people. And it led me to podcasting. Um, but anyways, the point was that I met Troy through there. And then I met Kelly Laguna Biatch through Instagram and then uh, her podcast and asked her to be on my it's just fun how these things work. My whole point being this whole long monologue that I just did was that these people that you're going to hear today, they were doing this shit before they came together this last year to do this podcast. And they were just as good as they are now. But together, they're like a juggernaut. But I'm just also saying like to me and to you and to anyone else out there, don't give up. You know, if you have a passion for something, just because you're not famous within the first three months of doing it, don't give up. Because remember, usually the doing of it is where the joy lies, right? Like, listen, I might not grow any more than where I am right now. And there's a part of me that may be wistful about growing more, but if this is it, well, this has been pretty damn good. Like, this is like mission accomplished in a lot of ways. But my whole thing is don't give up. If you have a special talent, like, 
remember it's special no matter how many people get to listen to it, see it, hear it, whatever, you know? Um, but that's why it's so exciting to talk to them when this thing is taking off and they're touring all around the, the country now, which you got to go check out their website. You got to go check out the dates. These two people are fun, man. They're going to do a brunch one in Nashville, which I almost wish I could go to. That sounds like it's going to be insane. Um, and then by the way, Annabelle, my friend Annabelle, you know, who podcasts Adderall and compliments and we just did the coyote ugly podcast. She came out even to see their LA show, which I couldn't see. And like, so I'm like, it's really, that's exciting, man. That's like, that's where we all hope to be. Like, I hope to be touring one day. Uh, I hope, I mean, we all do. So it's really, really cool. And I just can't stress that enough about how neat it is to see people that you believe in, that you know are talented, um, do cool things and for people to appreciate those cool things. And that's why I always say, um, you know, it could be these guys don't need probably my support. Uh, they might need your, like, you, they always need new listeners. But that's why I always say, no matter how big you are, if there's a, a smaller podcaster on here, which I try to have here and there, or a smaller, get, you know, like, support everything. You know, if you you appreciated them on this, go check out their show. Go check out their podcast or their Instagram page. It only takes a follow to make somebody's day. You know, go leave them a nice review. Um, you know, go, go support. And it's really cool when people do that, because I know at my darkest times, I've gotten a comment or somebody has shown me a review. I don't look at them and if somebody has shown me a review. Usually my roommate will, can I read this one? It's a nice one. And it will sometimes make my day. Like I'll act all, you know, but it really does mean a lot. So always support anybody that entertains you. Um, God, I'm asking so much of you today. I asked for the good vibes earlier, and now I'm asking for support. But whatever, we're close. I can do that. This is what friends do for each other. Uh, like I said, I will support you. I will pick you up from the airport, whatever you guys need. Uh, so that's our guest today. Uh, real quick, a couple quick hits. We're going to get right into this because I, um, I got like four interviews tomorrow, and uh, it's a busy day. And I got to vote. I got to vote. If you're in Los Angeles, you got to vote, you guys. And I think, I don't know about how elections work, but I think uh, other places vote too. So just make sure to do your civic duty and vote. Uh, it's another thing. <laughs> okay. Good vibes. Well, okay. You got to do the good vibes for me. Okay. Right. Support, support me, support other people, support everybody too, and go vote. So it's only three things I'm asking of you. It's, and, oh, 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 subscribe for subscribe to the YouTube. Yeah. So bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. We just put another video up today Maditza Lopez is killing that uh so just four just four things you guys that's it that's all I need from you until tomorrow uh some quick hits I missed this completely I was bitching about the MTV awards last night and I forgot that on the red carpet I even did an Instagram post with this and then I didn't mention it in the show Craig Conover and um uh, Kristen Cavett, no, sorry, Paige DeSorbo, who they're dating now from uh, Summer House, Southern Charm. They're all on each other's shows now. So she was on the red carpet and supposedly did an interview, I think, with People Magazine, where she kind of alluded to her and Craig having a spinoff. And she thinks that it would be uh, funnier than both Southern Charm and Summer House. And now, um, okay. This is, this is, I, you, you know, I've gone on record many times on this show to say, I think Paige DeSorbo is funny on Summer House. I do. I think she has, I think she is, she has the gift of a good talking head one-liner. Uh, Craig is funny, but not in, not in the way where he's funny in what he says. He's funny because he says it. 
There's a difference there, and I hope you guys realize that. He's funny because he exists. You know, it's like the way he lives his life is amusing, you know? Like, if you'll look at the Craig Conover law firm photo of Craig, I use it repeatedly in memes because it's literally the, like, I'm Craig Conover, and I will represent you. It's like it's like a fancy My Cousin Benny. It's it's really, and I, I say that as a compliment. Some people think I make fun of them, and it's like, no, you don't understand. I love that. I love that. There is, like, I appreciate those things. It's always hard to explain to people how much I love this stuff. And also, I really appreciate people that do make me laugh. And it doesn't matter how they make me laugh. You know, like it could be somebody like I was watching that George Carlin documentary last week. And I was just really in awe of how he was putting words together. Like what a wordsmith. And that's like amazing in its own sense. But sometimes people can just be some guy. You can just get a look at somebody, you know, somebody just gives you a look. You know, they come in, you're already laughing. I always did that when I was in Groundlings in Los Angeles or any kind of when I would do sketch and improv a lot, I always said there was two types of comedic actors, right? There's comedic actors that can make a meal out of the dialogue. You give them words, they can make it make sense, they can put their little special sauce on it, and you're like, okay, that's a solid comedic, you know, every man kind of line read. But then there were people where there's this one, oh my God, there's this one improviser at UCB. She's still got to be around because she's a genius. Uh, Betsy Sodaro, S-O-D-A-R-O. And I remember seeing her for the first time on at Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, and she came out. And before she said anything, I was just cracking up. I was just laughing. I was just laughing. And then she spoke, and she was hysterical too. And you're like, her look, and I don't mean like she's funny looking, but at the same time, there's something about somebody's spirit that can make you laugh. Like even like maybe this is like Chris Farley. Remember Chris Farley when he would come out on SNL or when he would he would just come out and he had this magic about him. We didn't even have to see anything. He could give you a look. He could raise an eyebrow and you're like, holy but like there's there's people like that that just blow me away. And I always said that there's two types. And I was always jealous of the Farleys or the Betsy's or whatever, because I was like, damn, 50% of that work is already done for them by just coming out on stage. And I know that's simplifying things. It's much harder than that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so Craig, to me, he's he's extensively good looking. Like I'm not ignorant to that fact. But he's also fun because he the confidence in which he carries himself makes me laugh. So, anyways, they're on the this red carpet for the MTV Awards, and Paige said, "I think our own Joe, yeah, would be funnier." Blah blah blah. And. Uh, she she said, I think it'd be fun to see us in our off time. Now, this is where I might have to disagree with Paige. I don't think it would. And what, like off time from just shooting reality shows? So you you would expect us to enjoy um, your main job is filming reality shows. And then your time off, you'd shoot a reality show. You realize that's like Inception, right? Like that's literally a Big Bang Theory that's going to cause Earth to explode. It, that does that would that you would have no life. It would all be reality show, which sometimes I feel like maybe she is kind of destined for. And I got to tell you, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, we don't need to see that." There's a sick part of me, you guys, kind of wants to see it because I kind of want to see the mechanics of the Craig Page relationship. And maybe we'll see that more on Southern Charm, the new season. I saw the first episode and she is in it, but you don't really get to see the mechanics of that, how it works. And I kind of want to see, like, remember, there's a lot you can see out of relationships. And what we saw so far is the honeymoon phase. But what do they look like now? What do they look like just in regular conversation? 
Paige has been on Watch What Happens Live, and I think another thing saying that it's usually Craig's way, like it's Craig's way or the highway, you know? And I kind of would love to see that because Paige, I think, is smarter than Craig. But also, I think Paige is potentially subservient to Craig. So that kind of dynamic, yeah, man, sign me up for. But it was so funny because even like I feel like any couple on Bravo is angling for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's an aspect of Lindsay and Carl that are angling for a spinoff, which I don't would, wouldn't want to see either. And I feel like if you got two shows, you don't need three. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know if you guys disagree, but you also don't want it. You want it to be good and you don't want it to be like a two episode. Like, I was so pissed. Like, uh, Karen Huger from Potomac, her two episodes, quote unquote, series came and went in the last two months. That's Karen damn Huger. Huger. You put some respect on that name and you make it a four part series, at least two parts. My God, that's disrespectful. So uh, this came out on Sunday, though, and everybody it's just like if they were even destined to get a show, I think they might have just ruined it yesterday because so many people like were so passionately against it. I was like, that is brutal. Like, it, like, I wonder if that affects them, like, or if they just laugh it off because at the end of the day, they're still getting paid, you know? Um, so now on the other hand, we had big news today a show that I am desperate to see. Luann De La Seps and Sonia Morgan land simple life style reality show. Page six is reporting. The reality show is the glamorous pals will live together in a middle American town and mingle with the regular folk, much like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie did in the Seminole Fox reality show in the early aughts. We're told the paperwork is signed and they'll start filming the as yet unnamed show in July. Uh, Where are we? When are we right now? We're in we're in June. Okay, so that's soon. July. Apparently, it's still technically in development, but it's considered a lock to get greenlit any day now. It's only. It's also the only offshoot from the New York show that doesn't star former Roni member Bethany Frankel. Luann and Sonia, of course, will be their fabulous selves, and each episode will have them interacting with the locals. I mean, I'm, I would love to see Sonia sleep with an, an, uh, a local. Like She's always come close to that in, in some of the shows. Um Says they don't know the locations yet, but it's going to be somewhere like Kansas or Nebraska, not some hipster southern town. Executives have been holding the locations even from the gals until the last minute. To be honest, it doesn't even seem like they know what the locations are. So they, also, you got to be careful with these page six things. And this is kind of like blind items, which we talk about with Kelly and Troy today, is you got to be careful that they're not just putting this out here to get good buzz and then hopefully be able to sell a show off that. Like this is all a, a you know, it's almost like a, uh, like a bluff in a way. So uh, they said they're expecting to end up somewhere around 10 episodes. Sources tell us they'll also have celebrity guest stars. We hear, by the way, don't tell Ramona where the location is. She'll let all of us know. Um, so uh, yeah, that's uh that's going to be really exciting. I'm really excited. I hope that is true because we don't know when we're going to get Roni. And I have to say, I truly, I like Sonia and I like the Countess and I want them. I want good things for them. You know, like I always talk about this. We were, we have to worry now about our reality stars for the rest of our lives. Like we need to make sure they're okay. Like I just don't, I don't want, 
I don't want to leave Sonia unattended for too long. You know, like I just I want her to be okay and I want her to be able to support herself. And I know this is silly because she is worth probably 80 billion times more than me. But you guys know what I'm saying. So that was exciting news, I thought. So that's some good news to temper the page Craig news. Uh, That's a heartwarming story. Uh, Let's see a couple other things. Oh, man. Uh, Tom Schwartz, Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney. Uh, I guess sold their house and they're moving out today. And I was pointed out that uh, he has been doing sad bastard posts on his Instagram stories. He, you know, he he had his his fourth meal, his last meal of Taco Bell in the house. And then yesterday he was like showing all the boxes and the dogs and he was playing like the the Queen song, like nothing really matters to me like that and i'm just like we gotta we gotta watch out like taunt like dude i totally understand what katie did katie was on a podcast for dear media i saw a clip of on online where you know she is you know she fully says like i am the one who instant you know i'm the one who started this process i was the one i i looked up and i said you're putting everybody else before me and i did not want the rest of my life to be like that takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts. And because you know they love each other. But sometimes love isn't enough, as unfortunately we find out uh, sometimes as we get older. And I totally commiserate with both of them. The thing is, though, with dudes is that we can't, we're not good at taking care of ourselves. So you got to worry about Tom now, too. And hopefully Sandoval is taking care of him and all that stuff. But you got to worry about that guy because that's another guy. Like, listen, I can do, like I said, I can do this podcast. Everything else I can't do. Everything else is is a horrible mess all the time, but this I can do. And I worry about that with Tom too. It's like, I know Katie, like there's something I think, and I hate to generalize because this makes me sound like a jerk and asshole, but women know how to take care of themselves. They do like they, they know how to get shit done. Like, and guys, we like sit, we, all of a sudden we get emotional and we get in our feelings and you know, it's just wild. Like we always said, like if guys were responsible for having kids, I mean, abortions would be legal very quickly, you know, like, sorry, trigger warning. Um, But I don't know. So I I thought that and then I was just like, oh, man, I hope Tom is okay." And I wonder how that is going to play out, if at all, on Vanderpump Rules. So we will see. Also, I've got a bone to pick with you scream franchise the scream franchise means a lot to all of us if you're a fan of pop culture Wes craven directed the original you know drew barrymore nev campbell courtney cox david arquette uh seminal film seminal horror film comedy film it all worked i remember seeing it the first night it came out in theaters blown away and i've seen it probably a dozen times since probably more it's just something you always throw on and a lot of the scream movies i like in fact, I even like this last one, Scream 5. So Scream 6 is about to shoot, I think, next week. And Nev Campbell today announced she will not be joining the cast because the money offer was not good enough. And that's another thing that takes a lot of guts because you got but you got to stand up for what you're worth. And these movies make hundreds of millions of dollars. But to me, Scream is based around Nev Campbell, Sidney Prescott. It's her story. 
So like, even if you bring her back, kill her off. So you don't have this problem next time, but you don't, don't, don't not do it. Cause you won't give her the money. It's all, it's like, that's when you, the curtain rises up and you kind of all realize everything's about money. Right. Like they're like, no, we're just trying to make the best movie possible. Like, no, you're trying to make a good movie on a very low budget. So you can make a lot of money for the investors. That's it. Remember TV was only created to sell soap. TV was created, and this is there's no joke here, was created so they could sell products. One of the first products was detergent. That's what they created TV for. To have something to play in between commercials. To have something that they could advertise across the country. And that really hasn't changed. It's just gotten so much technically uh brilliant in so many ways like we're we're advertised to in insane ways now in fact i was just reading this article about this kids show where uh what is it what i have somebody they sent me the article the other day i gotta uh what is it uh coco melon coco melon on netflix if you have kids you probably know it but they put a like a screen in front of kids and they would put three different boxes below Coco Melon to try to distract the kids. And then when the kids were distracted, they would take that information and find a way to the, okay, at this moment, the kids are distracted. So we got to make sure this is taken out. We got to put something that keeps the kids attention. Like the algorithm is starting to know us so well. I mean, that's why it's starting to advertise. Like that's why TikTok is insane when I've, I'm just new to TikTok in this last six months, but it really is insane how it kind of hones what you like, throws you things, products, music, all of that stuff. And it's kind of scary because you're like, damn, I thought I was so special. Thought I was so unique. And then this, they know me, they know me to a T. They even know, TikTok will even really fuck with you and they'll show you the things that they know annoy you. Like there's, they've showed me a couple like vloggers or like, like, you know, girl bosses or whatever that just, you could tell they're just trying to get a TikTok following. And sometimes that, I've even spoken about how that annoys me. Guys too, guys do it in a different way though. It's usually like, like fart videos and stuff. Um, but it's sorry. Just thinking about just thinking about funny fart videos. Um, I don't know. It's just it's like we all like I think up until five, six years ago, I thought I was truly unique. And then you, you get introduced to things like Spotify and stuff where like the algorithm know they could pick songs that you've never heard of before that you're like Oh shit, I do like this. You know, like they know exactly what you like, which means that you're not special, which means they know you to a down to a T. And it's scary because you're like, oh no, the robots have figured me out. Have you guys ever had that experience? I have it all the time and it really freaks me out, especially when I'm enjoying something and then I realize it's been recommended by a robot and I'm like, oh no. Um, <laughs> that's That's fun. It is. It's fun. Okay, we're about to get to our guest. Just one last thing. Uh, I'm reading Patreon names and their nicknames that they've given themselves all week. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, it's just patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Um, 
so bad it's good and uh you can get it for a little as a dollar a month five dollars a month if you want the shows but uh i'm gonna read 15 more names for you right now and also we just released two patreon episodes in the last couple of days samaj bloodson comes back to do boots on the ground at the karen huger live podcast taping and the uh, green-eyed bandits robin and giselle big potomac but we did an hour long of that me and Medica did our shooting the shit episode which is always great so new episodes over there so we start with a Medica one Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, her name's Vanessa and her code name is Maritza's cousin, Vanessa, which I truly think this is Maritza's cousin, Vanessa, uh, Jillian, Jillian says, Jillian, do you have your computer with you? And then she wants me to do the Garth Brooks voice. Hey, it's me, Ron Bailey. I wasn't sure about this at the start, but a friend of mine said something that just made a whole lot of sense. And she said to think about it as more of a conversation. I like that. <laughs> With my number one OG baddie fangirl, Jillian. Um, Jillian also writes, after that, I am fully aware that was long as fuck, but couldn't resist trying. Uh, Heather Nicholson. Heather's awesome. Heather's nickname is Heather Quite Gay Nicholson. In fact, I love Heather. Heather is great. She will even, she texted me even before she went on a first date uh, a month and a half ago or something. And I was so proud of her. Uh, Lisa in the OC wants an, uh, this done in Erica's voice. Lisa, look at my laugh in the OC. Uh, Samantha Jones gave that to her earlier. Michelle says, Michelle uses Meditza's Discovery Plus login. <laughs> Humans. Michelle is awesome. Michelle's been here from the beginning too. Oh, I, you know, I have so many amazing listeners that just have stuck with me through everything. I mean, I don't think there's been any real drama, but they've just been with me from the beginning. But Michelle, in fact, Meditza said today that people were using her Discovery Plus login, and now I know who's doing it. Uh, that's amazing. Kai Filippini uh, is. Is there a due date? I have a lot of good one. Oh. Oh, no. She wants to know if there's a due date for this, uh, but she has not come up. But Kai's amazing. Tara Bennett says Tara Girthbrooks Bennett. Love that, Tara. M. Elizabeth Selzer says Beth the Sultry Trail Siren from Colorado. Beth the Trump. That's a Yellowstone joke, I think. Amiho. Oh, sorry. Amiho. And then it says pronounces Emmy Joe. But it's spelled E-M-I-J-O. Emmy Joe. I like that. Caitlin Gretchen Level Facetune Irving. Gretchen Rossi, Facetune level. Gretchen, I noticed she always was Facetuning out one nostril, but she must have got new technology because I've noticed she's still doing the same intense Facetuning, but she now has two nostrils. So that is called progress, folks. Uh, we have uh, Rihanna, Fleetwood Mac. I'm too old to be asked if I was named after Rihanna Crumley. Uh, Carol, do you want to get sued, Geb? Uh, <laughs> is Meditza help. He is making me put his head on another buff white guy's body. Lopez. How dare you Meditza? I, I saw this and I, I said, I have never asked you to put my, in fact, she'll put me on good bodies and I'll always be like, Oh God, I wish, uh, Holly, v, Holly V the number one girl in the group. Uh, Amy, uh, Amy wants Caitlyn Jenner's voice on this. Amy. Yeah, baby field. Lisa, I start charities, Megan. I start charities, Megan. Hector loves Mrs. VP Torres. Um, and that is all for today. So tune in on Wednesday to hear all new nicknames. And join the Patreon if you want to get in on this these, these amazing shout-outs. Uh, so you guys, we're going into Beyond the Blinds. Troy McKeady, Kelly Williams, a force to be reckoned with. Here they are. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a great day.
You guys, today is awesome because I get to talk to people that I genuinely like. And now I only live on the podcast. Like that's the only place I actually have a life anymore. So it's really cool when I get to talk to two people that I really admire and respect. And it's so funny because I always have this uh, theory that it takes years to become an overnight success. And these two people, you know them, you love them separately. And then like peanut butter and chocolate, they come together and it is truly <laughs> kind of miraculous, amazing. It's like the wonder twins in the form of a bucket in the form of water. It's just really kind of amazing. And it hits all of those pleasure buttons that we love because they are two geniuses in terms of pop culture, what we love, but they go deep, you guys. And they go so deep, but they don't scare you with it. I was listening to an episode today and I was like, man, I love this shit so much. I love it so, so much. And it's just a love letter to all of these things. And of course they use the term blinds, but of course we have two guests today. Uh, you know her maybe from Laguna Biatch. You know her from her podcast, Nostalgia and Now with Laguna Biatch. You know uh, uh, the gentleman from uh, originally Smushroom, then Dunzo. Together, they are Kelly Williams, Troy McKitty from the mega blockbuster podcast, Beyond the Blinds. <laughs> Thank oh you for God. that introduction. Oh, my goodness. We're using oh. that. It's be, it's now copyrighted. We're using that for our live shows. Like, I mean, yeah. true. I mean, truly. What the what the f, you guys? Like, I mean, I listen. I I feel like I get to like interact. I've I've known you guys for years now, and Troy especially. I'm like, and it's you guys have been doing this for so long. Like, I mean, you know, like longer than I have, and like doing it amazingly. Like, it's not like you just all of a sudden became good. Um, but you've always had this passion. You've always been so good. And now you're selling out live shows. You're, uh, you were in the LA times a little bit ago. And it's like, so, so it's like not weird to me, but it's so funny to actually go like, holy crap. It's like when somebody wakes up to something and you're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Are you guys blown away? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when we okay, well, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, when we started, Troy and I thought this would be like just a fun little thing to do together because we love blind items. But yeah, it it's insane, and we love it. Or yeah. do you love it, it as well? It doesn't feel real. Like it feels yeah. like it's weird because we're so like in our bubble, like just recording. We do two episodes a week, so we're always like going and like kind of like laser focus on like just getting it done and then yeah. it's like you take a minute to like stop and look around and it's like well this is like wild yeah i was listening to the episode and and uh you were telling like i stayed at a really nice hotel in new york and kelly was like you go you know say it you're like the ace hotel it was like and, I was like, <laughs> and you seem so tentative about it you seem so like you know like is are they gonna take away my stay if i said i liked that it was like really it just really fascinating and awesome because you guys are now doing like a slew of live shows, which how is that switching over from kind of just being behind a mic and dealing with people online that are fans, but actually getting, getting to see them. And like, how has that changed how you structure a show, how you come at a show? Do you want to go Troy? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, what's interesting. Like I have never done anything like really on stage and uh kelly knows like i'm like pretty chill for the most part like all the time but like right before we go on stage i am a ma like it's not even me. <laughs> i am a literal <laughs> maniac it's yeah. psychotic like I do you wait do you so i'm a big sweater do you sweat oh soaking wet 
I always think like I'm gonna faint, I'm gonna faint, I'm gonna faint, and I always tell her like I'm gonna go out on stage and my knees are gonna collapse like Woody from from Toy Story, and I'm just gonna faint on the the stage. But no, it's like it's cool to be able to see people like in real time, like interact with what we're talking about because we never know if people will connect or not. So that part of it is my favorite, like finding out the stuff that people are like really into. Yeah. Um, so like the show is beyond the blinds. Can we talk a little bit about how it actually was conceived? Because you guys were jamming on your stuff. I'm like, how did this meeting of the minds happen? Where was that decision of like, do you want to like do something together? Yeah. So I got laid off from my job. That'll and do it. That, yeah, yeah, that'll I, do had it. No <laughs> I had no other options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had Troy on um, Nostalgia and Now and we talked about the Free Britney movement. And whenever Troy comes on my podcast or whatever, people were, went insane. Yeah, so totally. I called Troy and I was like drunk. And I was like, <laughs> do you want to record an episode for a podcast? He's like, what's the podcast? I'm like, oh, it's our podcast. We're doing it together. <laughs> That's, I mean, but those little moments though, I mean, I know we take those, I mean, you kind of just don't really think about it, but then you look back, how long has it been? Like uh, eight months? How long is it? How long have you guys been doing this? Almost a year. A year, yeah, but like you look back, you wouldn't really think about that in the moment. It was just like, you know, a, a silly phone call and you're like, yeah. And, and also with podcasters, I think especially we kind of like say yes to everything because we genuinely enjoy talking and you don't really <laughs> think about sometimes you don't even think because, you know, it might not get out to anybody. You're doing it for the joy of doing it. Yeah. And I think the really funny thing about us is like we had been on each other's shows a couple of times and we knew that there was this sort of shorthand. Like, yeah. I knew that I was like, oh, I can talk to Kelly about like blind item stuff and like, like Lou Pearlman and like whatever. And yeah, like I knew that she was like a Backstreet Boys fan, but I was like, oh, she's like a fan fan because she's like a fan, but then she knows like the blind item stuff. And that was like, I was like, oh, that's fun, you know? Yeah. Well, that is, is that how it like, did you guys like actually have a planning out session of like, what, what is the things that we have in common? Like, what, or was it just natural? Like, oh, let's just start talking about blinds. I don't know. I feel like I said, let's do a blind item podcast. Yeah. It just felt like the thing that we connected on the most was like that dark seedy underbelly yeah. kind of news. No, I mean, you guys, by the way, Troy always gives me dark and seedy, not in purple. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just saying the, the entertainment field, pop culture is filled with dark seedy moments. And, you know, sometimes I don't know why I associate with Kelly with more lightness. And I know that's not true because yeah. you're a dark mf as well, but <laughs> What I was like loving about the because I was going in all cocky listening to the show. I was like, I'm going to know everything they're talking about. And then <laughs> Troy was hitting me with like uh, Lady Gaga boyfriends that I had never heard of. And then he was <laughs> like, yeah, that's who uh, Judas was based off of. And even Kelly, you didn't really know. You were like, I I like the Joanne album. I like this. And Troy was like, da, 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 da. and I was wondering, like, is there strengths and weaknesses you guys both have where you're like, this is Kelly's jam. This is Troy's jam. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what are they? Like, yeah. do you have like, I, I pay like, this is what I, this is what I love to shine. I mean, I'm definitely like CW fame. People who are famous for being on like CW shows. That's kind of like, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Annie, I think, I think anything Aaron Carter too, you're like, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> I follow that very closely. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the I, fun thing about it, though, is like we love the same, like we have the same, we exist in the same universe. 
but oh, we to- like different totally. things in the universe, you know? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think this, like, you can feel that it clicks immediately. And I think that's what's so cool because you can't plan those things out. They either happen or they don't. And like, that's what's so exciting. And I think audiences are like responding to this on top of, it's almost one of those things where you feel like it's like, uh, it's like a history podcast almost. There's like, there's like yeah. this, because I've yeah. always tried to say people shouldn't be ashamed of the stuff that we love, you know, because there's mm. a lot of shame for some reason associated with it. And like, we can be proud, like you can study this shit. Like this shit is history. Like you even had a full on Bradley Cooper episode of, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like this stuff you can like, and then I see people like, oh my God, I learned this from beyond the blinds. I learned this. Like, that's really exciting. And it's like what you guys, cause I remember listening to both of you and you guys would get me excited separately about like, I started rewatching the Hills because of you and Troy just <laughs> like kind of made me less ashamed, like, you know, not less ashamed. I've always be ashamed, but just like maybe really <laughs> Like, yeah, I was like, you talked about it so passionately, even when you were in your closet chain smoking. And yes. I was like, this, oh, dude, God. Oh, this God. dude's going to die for his art. And, you yeah. know, like, um, <laughs> so you guys present so many facts and stuff like that. How do you go about prepping a show? Is that, can you speak to that at all? Or is that secret, secret sauce material? <laughs> Some of it's secret sauce material. I mean, the, the sources that we use to get our blind items, I guess, would be secret sauce. Because, like, it would ruin our show. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, could you? It would really do. <laughs> hey, if you could do me a solid and release some names, I really ratings. You know, I just want that. Yeah. But no, we take turns. Kind of. I, the other fun thing about hosting with Kelly is like we take turns like passing the ball. So like she'll host an episode and then I'll host an episode and like we kind of gauge it based on like who knows more about the person or who's more connected to them or whatever. Um, but we literally we will go back as far as we can with the person, you know, typically it's like the mid nineties or the early two thousands is when they start. And we'll start from the very beginning and like read through their entire life of blind items. And we pick stuff out. That's like not interesting. We'll throw things away, but yeah, I mean, we, for the most part, categorized 20 years of blind items on a Google doc. Yeah, God, that's like, I mean, that's just like, my nipples are hard right now. I'm like, this is so, <laughs> so exciting. I mean, it's so exciting. This is, And just so we can explain to the people that I know, you know, like that might not really blind items are, what is your official definition of a blind? I would say it's like anonymous tips that are written out in riddles and you don't know if they're true or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is your opinion on, because in this day and age, and I even like will complain about it sometimes is that, you know, you know it's like 60% of this stuff turns out to be complete horseshit and you're looking for that one kernel of truth. And sometimes it has that. So you're like, this is right on that edge. What have you guys, have you guys changed your opinions or excitement on blinds as you've grown more into this and into pop culture? Cause you can kind of like, I compared like seeing through it, like the matrix, you all start to see like, okay, this person mm. put this out. So we would talk about this. Yeah, I think it's easier to see PR moves that happen. Like there was one blind we read. We just did a Harry Styles episode and they oh, sh- about oh. oh no. Harry <laughs> and Olivia will take pictures in the street because there are no people around. So like it can be a photo of just them. And then if you look at a lot of their paparazzi pictures, they're all in the middle of the street. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think that they take pictures in the street so they don't get random, <laughs> random um, 
people like us in the, in yeah. the photos. Oh my God. I just, I just got this idea. I just got this really scary vision of me running over Harry Styles and like accidentally, <laughs> like you were in the fucking streets. Yeah, you were in the streets. He's like yeah. flipping his hair in the street, <laughs> pretending to, <laughs> pretending to walk. Of course it would be Ryan who hits him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you just see a shot of me just like, Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Like this sucks. Um, the Harry style. When, wait, when does that one come out? It's on our Patreon. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, smart yeah, so- idea. See, I'm an idiot. I put everything on a main feed and then still, <laughs> wow, you have a whole Harry Styles episode on so the Patreon? We, we put out one public episode and one Patreon episode every week. In the Patreon episodes, sometimes at the end, I'll be like, I need to shower. That was a lot. That was really gross. So the <laughs> Patreon the episodes are like rough. <laughs> Yeah, they're intense. Uh, is there any way you could give me one rough, dirty thing about Harry Styles? Just to just to tease the Patreon just a little bit, and just to titillate me, really. Go ahead, Troy. Okay, there is a rough, dirty thing that we read, and Kelly, you already know what I want to say. There was a rough, dirty thing in the Harry episode that Harry, how do I say this? That Harry isn't, like, hygienic, which, like, we've heard this too. all the time. I've heard this, too, yeah. That's some kind of wealthy guy thing where it's like when men reach a certain level of like fame and success, they start repelling people with their scent or like they'll see if they can like get people to like be detoured by them because they stink. It's like a weird thing. Some kind of peeing on everything testosterone kind of thing. McConaughey used to have these rumors about him a lot. Yeah. And Bradley, too, that they just don't wear deodorant, whatever. And yes, that Harry is just a messy, dirty boy. Like in many ways. Wow. Oh, wow. See, this is, I think I, you know, I'm just going to say, I think his pubic region is just a forest down there. I think it's a forest. Yeah. I think there's no uh, like shaving, nothing. It's just all hairy down, uh, hairy on hairy. That's actually Harry's house. Do we like Harry Styles personally? Do we like him? I don't, I see why people do, but he's just kind of not my kind of music. Okay. Troy? I'm charmed by him sexually. Yeah. Does that is that what you mean? I yeah, that's Troy. Troy, what are we on the boner scale with Harry? I mean, no, like, no, like I saw him at Coachella, and I gotta say, I wasn't really looking forward to. I was just like, whatever. And he did. He charmed me. I was like, oh, yeah. this guy's putting on a show. Like I, I mean, I hate to be so remedial about that, but it's like, oh, okay. Like I'm not his target yeah. audience. But then I was like, people are flipping out over him. And then the Olivia Wilde stuff is just, that's like pop culture bread and butter and blind bread and butter because there's so many rumors about the Olivia Wilde stuff. And also he's come out with, I don't want to define my sexuality. Is he a beard? I mean, I remember back in the day with 1D, he had all those, what was him and uh, which guy on 1D, the, all the rumors that they were in love? Louis. Louie, yeah. What what happened to we see Liam making jackass <laughs> podcasts and stuff like that? And like, what happened to Lu- sweet old Louie? Sweet old Louie. <laughs> Louie like went into. It's so weird. Louie was like the prankster, like the fun one of the group. I never. He was like the scary spice, if you will. I never <laughs> expected Louie would go into like I don't know seclusion. Like you never see him anymore. Yeah, what are you, is it like he's just like in the woods, like in a forest? I think he's on tour. He's on tour right now. Oh, never now. mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> poor Louis. I mean, yeah, he's not. Well, I mean, it's just weird oh. for Harry to blow up this much. He's like 
the Timberlake of uh, mm-hmm. of One D when you know I was like a JC Chazé guy myself, and then you know Justin had made the right PR moves and all that stuff. And of course, I know you guys have strong opinions on Janet and all of that stuff over the years. But it is interesting in terms of pop culture that everything's cyclical. Like we've seen elements of the Harry fandom again and again just throughout pop mm-hmm. culture. Um, so do you guys have to like do a straw poll on who you're going to cover, who, uh, who interests you? How does that get decided? Well, we have a suggestion box. So people give us a lot of suggestions, but one of the best things is like celebrities are always messy. So no matter who we choose, there have been some people like we wanted to do a Kate Hudson episode, but she just didn't have enough blind items. So there are some times that, you know, a celebrity we want to do, we can't. Kate Hudson actually is like, do you remember like uh, the Rachel Zoe project on Bravo? And she had the the one episode where she was hanging out with Kate and Kate was singing like a song from all, Kate was singing like a, a, uh, a Fleetwood Mac song or something. And you just in that one moment, mm-hmm. I understood exactly. I like Kate Hudson's your friend who thinks they're also a rock star. And everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. and everybody's like beautiful voice, Kate. But it's weird. <laughs> I was talking about this in terms of real world, how like, you know, all of a sudden 20 years have passed. And I was like, wait, you know, remember when Kate was like, you know, he's dating everybody. She had the, the black crows lead singer and then the muse lead singer. And then, and you're like, Oh shit. Now she's past. I mean, I hate to say this. She's past that age of people giving as much of a shit as they did mm. 20 years ago, which is a comment, I guess, on how we treat females, but is, isn't it weird to kind of grow old with pop culture? Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I like that we're able to do is also look back because some blind items from like 2003, the way they wrote about weight or really anything, it was like, holy shit, we were awful. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, no, complete. I mean, it is funny. We are in a more sensitive culture, I guess. But even then, it's like you're always going to slip up or I, I mean, like, the the one I always remember, I don't know if uh, you guys remember this. It was like a lit. I remember this like vividly. It was like Us Weekly or something. It was a blind, not a blind. It was an actual thing of uh, Jessica Alba at a Snoop Dogg concert, and was Toby Maguire was there, and he had gained weight, and Jessica Alba said, "Holy shit, he's fat." And it was like written about in this little like rumor, like gossip column. And I always remember. That. And then after that, supposedly Toby lost a lot of weight after that Snoop Dogg concert. And for some reason that always sticks out to me of reading that of like, oh my God, like us weekly just fat shamed Toby Maguire. We have random episodes where literally like the blind item will be the same for maybe five or six years. And it's written about, almost weekly and it'll be like this person's getting weight like getting fat they've gained weight porker chunky gaining <laughs> weight big fat and it'll it's like or like a person who has like a bald patch or something they'll write about it for like seven straight years like rumor has it like this person's <laughs> hair isn't as thick as you would think and it's like <laughs> so weird and we're both just like this is wild Yeah, because we won't read certain blinds. Like, if it's really shamey or, like, certain drug use we won't talk about. Like, if someone was allegedly pregnant once, but it was never confirmed, like, we won't. We just kind of don't touch those ones. Like, I I hear, like, and and what I like now is that it's not, like, it's getting more, like, who gives a fuck, like, like the gay rumors. Like, every, that used to be, like, Mm. you know, 
even 10 years ago, that was the big, Oh, you know, Tom Cruise, he's most likely this, or Mm -hmm. which I think Tom Cruise is just asexual. I I don't even think of him as a sexual being at all, but they were all like, I heard Matthew McConaughey. I heard, and like the only one that I could actually verify for myself of being there for something weird was Kevin Spacey. Cause he, like I was actually in a situation with Kevin. Not, I wasn't like dating them. I was just in a (laughs) spa where he was, but, um, uh, I should write a blind to you guys. I just blew it. Um, so (laughs) I mean, it's, I mean, it is weird that you're like, wow, I'm really proud we don't like do as many gay rumor blinds anymore. <laughs> like that shows growth of some sort. Um, wh- yeah. Okay. Tom Cruise. I uh, just like, I was thinking, I just saw Top Gun and I did like this whole rant about how excited I was, like movies. And then I, I, it almost made me magically forget the 25 years of information I have on Tom Cruise and how much I studied Scientology, not the actual, like I studied, you know, I watched all the, I read the books, watched the documentaries. And I was like, wow, this guy, he's, he's, he come back, you know? And then I'm like, wait a sec, wait a sec. He doesn't even talk to Surrey Cruz, his daughter anymore. Like, do you, are, are we, we going to do a Tom Cruise episode? We actually did Tom at our, one of our live shows. How did and it we go? Usually, oh, it was great. Okay. It was so good, like, because people love Scientology stuff, and Scientology blind items are, like, very fun, because it's, like, a double thing, you know? It's, like, Scientology and a blind item, so it's, like, people really yeah. love it. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, yeah, the David Miscavige of it all, and I was, like, I remember, because then I went back after Top Gun, and then I was, like, looking for, and then I was, like, oh, I remembered all the Scientology, like, interview videos with Tom of, like, I'm the only one that can help. When I see somebody stranded <laughs> on a road, you know that we know as Scientologists, we can help. And then I was like, oh, John Travolta. And then I was like, why are they into flying all the time? They love to fly themselves places. <laughs> and I'm like, they're training for planetary battle at some sort. Like people forget that like we're, we, we're this, like this whole Tom Cruise, like wave of admiration again, which I'm falling into. But then I'm like, wait a sec. This is, he's had a very troubled history in terms of just the Scientology stuff alone. Yeah, I think one thing we try and do our best with is like still enjoy people's art, even though we don't enjoy them. <laughs> so like you can enjoy Top Gun, but just understand Tom Cruise is insane. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like, I do have to like, but then I was like, when do we, when can we, like, when is it not all right to separate the art? And like, cause I was like, <laughs> true. Wait, yeah. then I was like, oh, I like Magnolia with Tom Cruise. I like, you know, like there's, you know, he always does kind of convince you that like everything's sort of okay and to be the best and run the fastest and all the bullshit that I can't do. But then I was like, I don't, I can never, I'm not a sports guy anyways, but like, I wouldn't be able to fucking watch Tristan Thompson play basketball ever again after a, like the clown he made Chloe, like, you know, repeatedly look into, I take that shit personal. Do you, so you guys don't take it personal anymore with celebrities? There are definitely a few that, you know, I think cancel culture is fake. This is something Troy and I have said, but like, I cancel people for myself. Like I'm not yes, going to Yeah. Personal cancellations. Are yeah. Okay. Like I won't listen to Morgan Wallen. I won't listen to Chris Brown. You know, those are just my choices. Yeah, the yeah, one I like- kinda, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying that it's like, right. Like, you know how easy it is for me to not listen to Michael Jackson? Like, <laughs> do you know how much music there is? Like, there's so much music right. that it's like, I don't even feel like, you know, it's like sometimes I'll want to hear the everybody go, do, do, the R. Kelly song. But other than that, like, I never, I'm never like, damn it, I wish I could put on an R. Kelly album right now. We both kind of gauge it like we talk about so many people, like especially doing two episodes per week, like we're constantly in it. And it just kind of makes you realize that like everybody 
is kind of a piece of shit a little bit, you know? And yes. some people yes. are worse than others. Yes. And it makes it a little bit, it doesn't make it any better, but it makes it easier to just like enjoy stuff when you're like, if it wasn't the lead in this movie, it would be the producer or the writer or the casting agent or somebody that I can't even see that did something terrible on this production. So I'm just gonna, you know, watch Vanilla Sky and like, not live. you know, like, I'm more. Well, by the way, this is like, always, I love those little when I used to watch like DVD extras, there's a DVD extra on Vanilla Sky of like the press tour for Vanilla Sky. And Tom Cruise is leaving like a late night voice message for Cameron Crowe at like three in the morning. And he's like, buddy, wake up. I love movies. Like it was like so intense. I'm just like, this guy's nonstop all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah he's Tom Cruise uh, every day. I think about that too, as I get more into like all the housewife stuff and all of like, you know, even the Chloe Tristan stuff, which I weirdly take personal because I don't have a real life anymore, is that <laughs> everybody like I'm like, OK, all like these breakups and all of this stuff. Like we had so many this weekend. We had Shakira breaking up. We Shakira and she got cheated on. And then there was like another big oh, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan and uh, Lori Harvey. But I'm like, yo, like guess what? Relationships, I hate to be jaded, like usually don't last. And then somebody gets their feelings hurt and then talks mad shit about that person. And it's like, you're kind of the judge of like, I think just once you get older that you're like, yeah, when it comes to love, it's really hard to judge other people's reactions. Like you want everybody to be happy, but you realize there's no way I'm going to know exactly what went on in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I always see like, it's hard to compare. Like we'll get messages from people being like, well, like I know in my relationship or like my cousin and it's like they, <laughs> your cousin is not Michael B. Jordan and they're not in the same scenario. Like <laughs> it just, there's no, there's no way to like even wrap your head around like the logistics of like Lala Anthony's marriage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause we, I mean, we wouldn't even know, like, gee, that's why I always crack up about, well, we'll get to that in a sec, but I just, I crack up about that too, because it's like, yo, nobody nobody's trying to take pictures of you on a date like right. you know, nobody's exactly. like outside going like nobody's at a dinner table sneaking a picture of you i mean who knows maybe they are but you know what like not like how celebrities have it and i don't feel bad for them but it's just a whole different thing a different ball game that we're used yeah. to at all is there um what's your favorite type of blinds like what's your like i could talk about this for hours and what are you who or what are you so tired of talking about you go first um, I'm so tired of the Kardashians. I can't like, I can't, I can't care for it's them all anymore. Consuming. Like, it's all consuming, you know, for, and I've been over them for like years and years and years, but I think my favorite blinds are about PR relationships. Like specifically one thing NT does a lot is he always compares PR, like any PR relationship to Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift, which is like the fakest relationship of all time, allegedly. Come on, he made a t-shirt. That's not fake. Why would you make a t-shirt if it's like, he said, I love Taylor. Yeah. I um, know. But but yeah, I love PR relationship ones. Well, what about you, Troy? I like the PR relationship ones too. And I also love, I mean, listen, I'm a homosexual. I love gay blinds. You know what I mean? I love Yeah, them. no, I mean, like, is it, wait, is there one that you like wish was true, but you know is not? Is there one of like, <laughs> damn it, I want this to be true. Uh, everything tells me it's not true, though. Oh, everything tells me it's not true. Haven't run into that. Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the one you secretly hope is true the most? 
oh god that i secretly hope is true i can tell you which ones i secretly hope are not true okay what's those but i don't think that they aren't i hope that zach efron's blind items aren't true i really do because zach efron seems like a very like decent human being and his blind items are very gruesome and um i just just in, like just in terms of alleged drug use and things like that or drug use and like the control or lack thereof that he has over his life and his career and you know him sort of being like puppeteered by like powerful men i just feel like if those blinds are true that sucks well didn't he kind of have to move to a different country to actually even have some semblance of a normal life yeah yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sad. It's really, it's bad. Um, uh, we were talking about the, which I'm so sorry, Kelly, to bring this up, the Kardashians, okay. is that, you know, but we watch, I mean, it's kind of like uh, the Hills and stuff like that, but just on crack, like on steroids, is that we all started off at a certain point with the Kardashians. And you do, like, I always go, like, I have to give them props for what they are, like, you know, wow, what a, like, Chris Jenner, wow, you really did it. But now it's switching over for me in this last year of, like, it's it's kind of getting scary for me, where I'm like, where does it, it it's like, oh, you're like, you want to go for the Bezos Musk thing. You're like, you're yeah. angling now. Mm-hmm. It's it's you're getting into like I said, Kim will be running for some sort of California office in the next decade, hands down. And mm-hmm. then you're like, Chris is trying to set up everybody to have their thing. Courtney's drinking Travis's semen. Like it's just all too. <laughs> it's all too much. By the way, that would have been a great blind, but Courtney just actually told us that's what what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys like? I mean, does it scare you like it scares me, or do you still laugh at it and like, oh, they're just crazy over there? No, I mean, Troy and I always joke that they have the men in black mind eraser thing. You know, they do something yes. really terrible and then they just flash their button and they're like, oh, never mind. Never mind. We didn't do that. Or it's like a football more team. terrible this week. So, yeah, yeah, well, it's like, I feel like it's almost a football team where they'll send Chloe out to do something crazy with her face just to distract from this thing over here. But are we, as trained pop culture professionals and, and all of us who appreciate it, are we? taking the bait too much are we or or are we looking in too deeply and it's like yo we're actually just trying to live a life we're not planning this shit out oh no we are taking every bait i mean we constantly <laughs> that's the thing is like i almost don't i don't even really feel bad for us at this point because it's like we, we ask for have it. we ask for it every time and they serve it to us every time in the exact same way the really like fucked up thing about it honestly is they don't even really change their formula Mm-hmm. They they kind of do the same thing all the time, and we always fall for it. And they're even following the same formula on their show, where they'll have some event happen in life, and then you know six months later, and they like will let us like talk about it and promote their show, and then they show us this watered down version of version of it on TV that is not real, and we take it and we just yeah. accept that as like the reason, even though we know it's not. It's psychotic. Well, that's what I said. I always said, like, if they actually showed us what really was going on, they would win fucking best documentary ever. They'd be oh like, we need God. we need this as film. This isn't TV anymore. These are yes. documentary award winning films. But yeah, they, it's like you're like being lied to for like 98 percent of that show. And mm-hmm. then I don't know if you guys read that uh, lawsuit uh, with Chris Jenner and uh, the guy that I think it was like our security guard or something where he said Chris Jenner is addicted to horror. And she loves 
to have these like that's why she keeps all of these men that should be cut out of their lives around because it almost feeds the circus like today this podcast folks summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees now i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily i found quince now i have a lineup of timeless pieces i want that will keep me looking fresh year after year i got a pair of tan shorts i got a pair of green shorts i cannot wait to style these for summer and I gotta tell you the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. This is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp. You guys know I le- I love BetterHelp. I love uh, I love therapy. I love people that work on themselves. It is one of the scariest things that you can do, but I think it is one of the things that pays dividends for the rest of your life because uh, life can be completely overwhelming and many people, including myself, can get burned out and you won't even know it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue. Okay. I'm realizing all of these are me. Um, but burnout does it just, it's, it's, it's hard because you can just keep pushing and it's just like nothing is there, right? Nothing is there. And you start beating yourself up and making it worse because you're like, why isn't there something there? I got sleep last night. Why isn't it working? I went and worked out. Why isn't it working? So we associate burnout typically with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. And also not even BetterHelp, I want to remind you that. I want to remind me of that. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Um, So with therapy, you guys have heard my personal stories all the time by now. I've been doing this commercial for a year. Um, and it is one of those things that I have to constantly remind myself to keep doing, <laughs> you know, like it, it, it really to keep doing. And 
it's almost frustrating that that uh, BetterHelp actually makes it so easy because I love to not do things. Like I love to um, procrastinate. I love to put things away. I love to like. I love for a good cancellation if I've made a plan. I love all of that stuff. And and during the pandemic, it was like, oh, woo, you know, like I didn't have to get in my car and drive to therapy. But then it was like, oh, BetterHelp comes along. You're like, you can do online therapy. And I'm like, ah, oh, I wanted to, oh, they make it so easy. Um, but it's something like all joking aside, though, what I always say is that just try it out. Like, that's it. Just try it out. Try it out once. See if it makes any kind of difference. And it might not right? But it'll at least get you thinking about that. Or it might, and it might actually make an improvement. And remember, it's like Sisyphus. You just, you keep moving a rock up a hill and it's not your job to think about the destination. It's your job just to keep moving that rock. Your job is to do it little by little by little. And you might not feel it. You might not feel it, but the next time something really potentially horrible happens in your life, You're going to have a tool. You're going to have a toolkit to work with to make those moments a little bit easier. Unfortunately, there is no end-all, cure-all, be-all, all all of that stuff. I wish. I wish there was just one pill I could take. Take it in a heartbeat. But there isn't. It's constant work. But people like these, people like BetterHelp, they kind of make it easier. And I think that's really awesome. I'll just, you know... So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Uh, It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. So bad it's good, listeners. You guys get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash so bad, so bad, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash so bad uh it just between me and you like i always like this is something that does mean a lot to me this is something just like the gym you're working out you got to take care of all of it it's not just your body and your face and your clothes and all of that stuff it's your mind and 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 we just we take our mind for granted so much more than any other aspect of our body. And it's like the hardest thing to take care of. So it's funny that we do that. So uh, check out BetterHelp. Go there. Just put the thing in the thing and see if you like it. And if you do, great. Um, and if not, you tried. And that's what it's all about, trying. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She knows she has to send her lion cubs or her kids Mm -hmm. into this and deal with it because all it does is it makes things bigger and bigger and bigger. And the thought of that, it was like a midsummer like horror movie in my head of like Chris Jenner just doing that stuff. But it kind of made sense to me, you know, 100 percent. 
hundred yeah. percent. Because you have Scott like, like, hey, what's going on? I'm Scott. I'm still upset about Courtney. What's going? On? <laughs> and every year it's the same thing. And I'm like, we're going to watch this man potentially die at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said earlier, there's no, I think that the, the Met Gala was like, uh, um, I called it a moment of like implosion. Like it felt like Kim like imploding on herself. Like it's, it's like too, too far. It's yeah. And to much. put the Maryland dress in there, like it, it's I too mean, it, much. <laughs> wouldn't that be great if that did, that was like the big bang theory of pop culture in that one moment. <laughs> And we um, all just blew up and literally the world ended. This is like the TV show Lost. It's like the TV show Lost. We all died on that plane crash that night. Didn't it? Yeah. Um, one last thing before the Kardashians, before we move on, uh, the Kim and Pete stuff, just because it is, I mean, it is being pushed out there so much. Now, people like I have uh, my Monday co-host is always like, it's fake. It's a fake PR relationship. And But my, I mean, I. I'm not saying like I believe in romance or their romance, but I was like, wait a sec. Like he's now like doing the, like where she tells him what to wear. He was wearing a fancy black suit this weekend. And like, and we even saw in the Kardashians, she was like, I'm basically DTF. I called SNL. And I was like, Ooh, you targeted them. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And what is your take on this relationship? Real PR? What is it? I think it's totally fake. And I think it's really wild that now Kanye used to style Kim. Now Kim styling Pete. I don't like, think it's hmm. doing. I don't think it's going as well for people no. as it is. But no, people are like obsessed with them, and they're like, Kim just seems so happy, and I'm like, it's not real. <laughs> but see, Troy and Ke- like, don't I mean, we're you guys are really feeling people. You you have emotion. Like I've, I've taught, mm. like you guys are really good people. Like I try to take that through my mind. Is that like really they would they would like let this person be around the kids and hold hands and all of this stuff for a fake relationship. Like, and if so, then I'm like, this is the rom-com we've all been with. This is like a can't buy me love reboot. Like this is, this could be something huge if it really was fake, but why would they allow this much deception in somebody's actual personal life just for the, the, the money and the fame? Well, I think that like, we can't, we can't ignore the fact that like Kim knew coming out of this relationship with with Kanye that like everything was on the line like not only are we seeing her for the first time have to like style herself which (laughs) she's like terrified of um but like you know her next relationship choice is going to be like a major huge deal and I'd said I just did an episode about them for Dunzo about this like specific topic and I'd said that I think you know, Kim has been very like buttoned up and restricted. And I said the physical embodiment of Kim is her in that Balenciaga caution tape. Like that's Kim. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like just slowly like, moving. Ugh. Get the pictures. Get the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like up to the throat in just bullshit, you know? And it's <laughs> like she has to like loosen up. Like she needs to like shake it off a little bit. And I think Pete is the best thing for that. Like he makes her feel more human. To people who think it's like real, but then isn't it's it's almost like that invasion of the body snatchers thing where she's sucking out the humanity from Pete, co-opting it. Then she'll brand it herself, and pretty soon we're gonna have Kim Kardashian yoga centers or something, or Kim Kardashian's <laughs> put her name on weed, which I heard was actually in the works. And that the other thing is, uh, I I just wonder where this ends. Also, Pete, I know for a fact loves mushrooms would love a Kim Kardashian episode of her trying mushrooms for the first time (laughs) where she's like, my life is like, she claws at her face and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, 
Okay, so that you think fake, you think just messed up, Troy. Somewhere in between, like like fake, but also do I think that they've like had sex? Sure, you know what I mean. Like it's like fake, but not fake. That's the other thing. Who do you think is an? I always think when somebody like leads with sexuality as a pop star or a movie star, or whatever, you're, they're usually pretty not sexual. Like I always think of Erica Jane, where she's like, "Yeah, I love sex." And it's like mm-hmm. she probably just lays there, you know. Like, do you know? <laughs> no offense, Erica, but uh, do you? I mean, like, is that the same thing with like Kim? I think always presents this image of sex, but to me, I just can't imagine. You know, just even how she talks is just kind of like, yeah. Like, could you like? Is she a stallion? I mean, I, Troy, you slept I, with. Her. What I, do you think? I, I, as someone who's made love to Kim, <laughs> I, I, I think I listen. I've always maintained that her sex tape is the most boring. Like, I really, in my celebrity <laughs> sex tape ranking, Kim is like nowhere oh, near oh. the top five. Oh, Ray J. Oh, Ray J. Oh, oh my God. Are you here for the love of Ray J? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, spinning off to this into Kanye a little bit. I was really thrilled that Kanye's taken somewhat of a social media break. But then I was even getting caught up into these blinds of that blonde haired girl who had an OnlyFans that he was with. He went and saw Top Gun. I don't know if you guys read anything about this. Like supposedly Chaney Jones is out and this blonde girl is in, but the blonde girl also might've hooked up with Drake. Like there's a we and they even like name checked this girl on Life is a Part, like that Life is a Party rap song on Donda. And I was like, this goes like deep, these roots of, <laughs> and, and it seems like these, 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 these celebrities pick a girl and then they just all pass this girl around or something. That's what we've learned in Blind Items. Like almost every single episode, we're like, oh, and this person hooked up with Cara Delevingne. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 totally. Wait, did you guys watch the Cara Delevingne Architectural Digest? Oh, yeah. We're showing the house. Oh, I love her, Ryan. <laughs> wait, Kelly. I Wait, by the way, dude, I need to see Kelly and Cara hang out. Like you guys, because Kelly, you guys, I was explaining to the audience last week, she has a, uh, a, a person put a vagina in one of her secret walls and you can crawl through the vagina and then you wind up in another room and you come <laughs> out through uh, a washing machine. That's the kind of fun. And she's so rich that it's like every, she's like, here's my ball pit room. You know, I would love to hang out with Cara Delevingne. To, to I would even, so dude, everyone knows you, you either you or her would die. If that ever happens, you guys yeah. like, it would be like a, like a white claw drinking contest. Both of you have partied with me at different points. I oh, I, oh, yeah. I partied with you. I I was sick. This is no joke. I was sick for two months after that. Like, I mean, it started that night and like you got hammered. I was hammered. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm in Nashville. I just what an idiot. I have COVID now. Like not like I felt so bad. It turned out I had strep throat, which turned into thrush, which is like only babies Ooh. get and me. And I Very was on trail of you. <laughs> I was yeah, I had dysentery. I had no, but <laughs> Kelly was like hammered, and it was like actually really fun. But I was like, I that next day, I thank God I was sick because I was like, did I just lose my will to party forever? Because <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you're an epic partier, Kelly. Have you guys? You. you guys just met recently for the first. I mean, through touring and stuff like that. And you guys just spent a weekend in New York. I mean, did you guys? Did you guys party hard? We always end up drunk together. Yeah. It's pretty much a mandatory part of 
being together is like one night we're going to get wasted. And Has anybody held cry. anybody's hair back yet? Wait, by the way, if you guys, you guys follow, you got to follow uh, Kelly on um, uh, TikTok too, because she, she has a lot. She's been on a crying jag recently where she will usually end the night in tears. And I was watching her tell a story about crying to a taxi driver. And the taxi was like, you're not even my first cry of the night. Cause you were worried about that. And just recently you got to move to New York, which is such a huge flipping change Wait, why did you move to New York? And I want to say that I think you love it, but you do keep posting videos where you're crying every night. Okay, so the crying is just because <laughs> of something that happened recently. Okay, I will okay, be okay. okay from it. Okay, I didn't know if it was like a seasonal thing, like allergies where you're I like, just, I always- Ryan, I just, I'm just crying sometimes. Sometimes it just be Dude, like that. I do the same. I'll put on a Counting Crow song. I'll cry my eyes out. Like, you know. I- <laughs> yeah. So I've always wanted to live in New York and um, I found a neighborhood I liked and I found an apartment. So I signed a lease two days after our New York show. Um, Troy, Troy, were you like, hey, hold on. Uh, it's a little crazy. Like, I mean, like that, that's like a big move. Well, we, the funny thing is like, we went to like, um, we got brunch like the day before our show and we sat down and we were both like we both want to live here right and we're like yeah and I was like I want to live here and she's like me too and then literally the next day Kelly had an apartment yeah like I always I always hear like these things of it's impossible like not just to move anywhere but New York especially and then I see videos of your apartment and it like looks decent like you know those 80s like move any movie in New York like Coyote Ugly like there should be like rats all around or something and your apartment looks livable. Yeah, it's pretty clean. I have a one bedroom. Um my my closet is in the living room but that's okay. Um but no, I mean I found my apartment on TikTok. I followed a bunch of like realtors and I found and just started emailing people and have yeah, you used I, any be like, did you like, I'm a podcast host from beyond the blinds. And they're like, I know it well. And uh, got you in there. <laughs> I use that for my rental company for to like move my stuff. <laughs> Wait, they like, like threatening them. Like I'll destroy you if you don't move <laughs> myself properly. Or... No, no. It was like, Hey, I have some followers on Instagram. <laughs> oh, did it work? <laughs> Discount. Oh Yeah. Oh, dude, I've never had the balls to do that. Oh, and and so where are you now, Troy? I'm still in Cleveland, but I okay. I want to move to New York. I just, I'm the cliche of like, oh, it is hard to move to New York City. That's me. Her yeah. moved in a day. Dude, I saw that. I, I literally, I was like, holy. I mean, I like, was like, it, whoa, whoa. Yeah, my, my inner dialogue was like, good for her. And then I was like, you would never do that pussy. You would never do like to myself. Like that was my inner dialogue. And then I was like, she, you made it look so easy. And then that's what scared me when I started seeing the crying stuff. Cause I was like, what's going on in New York? Like, are Listen, we, are we good in New York? That's we'll be okay. Sure. No, so I, know, like, you, I don't think she'll be okay. But no, you're no. Obviously you're obviously strong as hell, but I just like, that's, you know, I was like, yeah, wow. no, I'm very happy here. Thank you. Thank you. It's just, and also, did you even move to New York if you aren't crying? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't New York supposed to break you a this little? Is, this is felicity all over again, man. This is, this is, yeah. No, I no, I actually love that. And I think it's like the coolest thing. I just bummed you didn't choose LA. But I, actually, New York's way more romantic than that. I mean, it's like that kind of thing. Like, that's awesome. LA is what it is. So, Troy, you're eventually going to move there. Yes. I just like have, I haven't really put my mind to it in the way that it deserves because I'm still in my lease. 
currently so i have like time to fiddle faddle i guess yeah but BK, i've talked to somebody and then you sign another lease like you gotta like i know i know you I gotta know, do something like kelly's gotta get the email of your person to just put in your notice once i know <laughs> and i refuse to sign another one here so that's like what i'm telling myself you know what i mean um okay so uh you guys got 15 more minutes are you good yeah 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 okay totally. cool. um uh you got three hours <laughs> no, no, okay. so you just did an episode on bradley cooper i've always been fascinated with Bradley Cooper's uh, romantic relationships, because we have that infamous meme of like him reading to Suki Waterhouse, who's now with Rob Pattinson. And then you kind of move on. There was all, always the Gaga rumors because they took it acting so intensely, which I agree with you, Troy. The, the least favorite Lady Gaga is awards season Lady Gaga. It yeah. is really because she... She's the kind of person that like I used to hate in acting class where it would be yeah. like, you know, he would be like, you need to portray an animal. And then they, you would study the animal all week and then come in and do <laughs> face work. And I always felt like such a jackass. But Lady Gaga is the one that would always take that seriously. And, you know, she'd be studying all week and then tell you about the process. Um, yeah. So did you guys come to any conclusions on Bradley Cooper's? Because she had uh, the other one that he has a... Uh, his daughter with uh what's the model's name uh, irena shake irena shake who then wound up with kanye on his birthday in paris that is long and irena shake when i went back and looked had uh really an interesting slew of men in her life Uh, i think there was like a was there like a band member from nickelback or something it was like just there was like a billionaire old guy there was like a soccer guy there was a musician and i was like irena seems like she gets around with a lot of successful people i was curious about that relationship what is your take on that in terms of PR and where did you guys, cause the rumor came out that he was now dating somebody from Glee. Miss Diana Agron. Diana, which I knew was, I was like, Kelly's going to love Diana. Like, so where do you guys stand? And did you come to any conclusions about Mr. Cooper? I mean, my conclusion was that he is like really into PR. Like he is obsessed with being photographed and seen and oh my god he just seems like one of those really up t- almost like a stereotype like uptight leading man gay rumors so he just is like obsessive about you know controlling this image of being like a leading man like a hunk or whatever it's crazy Remember the blinds about when he ma- he was married to what's that actress's name from uh, Son of Sam and like she's a really good Jennifer Esposito. Jennifer Esposito. Yeah. They they got married and supposedly they had to get divorced because it was too crazy and allegedly there was a lot of drugs and all that stuff involved and that's when Bradley got sober. Did you guys cover that in the episode? There weren't many blinds about him, like from those early early days. No, there were blinds saying that he was just treated her like shit though. Yeah, you know, I, I remember he did. He starred in this TV show, I think, on Fox called Kitchen Confidential based on the mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain novel. And we held the premiere party at the bar I used to manage like 20 years ago. And he left his wallet there and had to come the next day. But I didn't give it like I didn't know it was like Bradley. Who was just like the lead of a Fox show. And I was like, here's your wallet. But I was like, now I was like, wow, if only I'd kept that wallet. Um, he said, thanks, pretty lady. Hey, got to take another look at you. I was like, just take your wallet, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, um, all I'm going to say, Ryan, is you should Google pictures <laughs> of Leonardo DiCaprio and Bradley Cooper on their that's, balcony. That's what yeah. I want to know. Give me that stuff. Is this, wait, do I have to pay Patreon money to tell you? I want, I want the dirt. I want no, the balcony I dirt. Mean, 
that's a lot of rumors is that is that like he's actually a closeted man it, whether it's true or not we don't know it's all alleged but diana agron also has a lot of those rumors so so it when funny, i saw it's they like... were together i started dying laughing i was like troy you'll never guess <laughs> you have all the people it's like oh my god like it couldn't be any more obvious but allegedly or whatever. i mean who's Who's writing that romantic comedy though? Of like when when one brand meets another brand and they're trying to hide their actual selves and they try to find love together. Like that to me is like this hysterical notion because you actually do have to spend time with this person. So when I wonder when you're auditioning this person, if these things happen, are you sitting there acting like, oh, could I actually see myself with this person? Like, could could I actually just even talk to this person? Could I do, you know, like I wonder what goes through somebody's head just so they can make, just so they can make their little movie. Like then it becomes like, just so we can make Maestro on Netflix and wear old age makeup and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you have to enjoy them at least a little bit. Troy and I always joke like Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. I feel like you could tell they didn't like each other. Yeah, like it has to be a situation where you can at least be friends, you know, like, or at least hang out. Like we talk about this actually a lot. Like, like I would be fine in a PR relationship with somebody that I really, really enjoyed, but I couldn't imagine being tied to somebody that I was just like, excuse me, paired with by the studio or by a producers or whatever, and we didn't get along, you feel like be together all the time. Have we ever had any kind of confirmation about a, like an, a, like rock solid confirmation about a PR relationship, like from a studio, from a, it doesn't even matter. It's like the fifties or the sixties. Do we have, have, has anybody ever gone on record? Colton Hayes recently did. Oh, He didn't mm-hmm. say who it was. I think it was Lauren Conrad actually. He's like, yeah. you know, I had to pretend to date her. And nobody believed that relationship, like, to begin with, you know? Yeah. But he w- he just came out recently saying he actually did a really good article, and I know he has a book coming out, about how terrible Hollywood was to him being a gay man when he has, like, leading movie star looks. But because he's gay, they think that'll hinder him. And that's what Troy and I talk about a lot, seems, seems to be the case in a lot of blind items. And I think that's so sad that as, a, like, We think we've become so progressive, but Hollywood really isn't that progressive. No, I mean, that's, yeah, you can still sense there is that fear there of revealing who you really are, but it just, it shows the lengths that these people have to go through to hide that, which I think just psychologically has to do so much damage. And now with pop culture, there's so much of it, you know, back in the days when you were just like Kevin Spacey was trying to, you know, be a like best actor nominee and all that, you know, they didn't have a hundred stations and a hundred movies every single day. And now it's so spread out that you would, I don't know, it's just such a weird thing how it's all culminating into so much like what we grew up studying there's like quadruple of that now like you guys could spend all night reading new blind items tonight i also remember reading um i'm obsessed with brooke shields and i always use her as a comparison for like child stars that have like shitty parents like millie bobby brown i always compare to Brooke, I feel like. Well, Millie's in her forties now, so she got past. Right? It, like, yeah, yeah, literally, she's like <laughs> older than me somehow. Um, <laughs> Millie's collecting social security. Yeah, <laughs> but I always say like, you know, Brooke is like just the blueprint of like how terrible stage parents can affect you, and she used to talk about that a lot. That like her mom would just like set her up with people and obsessively looking for people 
to like attach her daughter to, or if they went to an award show, she would be, you know, whispering in people's ears, like, do you want to date my daughter? Do you want to date my daughter? Like old men and like the Michael Jackson thing, like making her go to like the award show with Michael because he was so famous, you know, just really like unapologetically pimping her out, you know? Or Chris setting up Rob with Black China. I mean, like, I just don't know. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, I, you know, I, I, I always talk about this every week and I'm sure you guys have like, like, these things used to be aspirational, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. or even housewives used to be aspirational. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me enough to even get involved in half the shit these people have to get involved with. Or when you like, I was like, I did Sheena's podcast the other day. And then like, when the mic was off, it was like, she was telling me all this drama that I was like, Oh shit. Like you live this shit. Like, I mean, like this is, <laughs> this, is this, isn't, this is like not even a, like I was like, this is scary real. Like this is, this should be filmed. Like this is scary, but it like these kind of people just seem to all like hover around entertainment. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, uh, no, no. So, um, okay. So we have the tour coming up. We have dates at the end of June, right? Is that, mm-hmm. How many, what is the tour? I mean, is this Grateful, Grateful Dead? Can we follow you all around? And I mean, and... if you want to, more than welcome. Uh, are you, you going to be doing different, different shows each night or? Yeah, every show is different. We tailor it to the city. So we pick a celebrity from that city. Um, we're starting in Nashville and then we have Denver, Minneapolis. Oh, Nashville is going to be insane. DC and Philly. Yeah, I'm excited to go back to Nashville for that. And that's at Zany's, so. And it's so, a brunch did, show. It's a brunch oh show. Oh God! Oh no! They're gonna have to. They're gonna kick everybody out of Zanies at a certain point. <laughs> um, how uh, do you already have the people picked out for each of those locations? No. <laughs> no, not each of them. No, not each of them. <laughs> but we are very like we are very like fly by the seat of our pants about picking who we talk about, and it all. I mean, it tends to work out. It was well, funny I mean, in Chicago with. Tr- Troy, I was like, what if we switch it up and do Jennifer Hudson instead of Kanye West? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> what if we did, what if we did Joan Kuzak instead <laughs> of Kanye West? What if we did? <laughs> Susan like, Summers, anyone? You're an insane person, Kelly. You guys are in it for a treat tonight. I hope you like dream girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, some quick hits real quick. Taylor Swift. Any new stuff on her, everybody? I'm still just waiting. Like, is she ever going to tour? I mean, I, you're so she's so big now. Like, what are is she married to this Joe Allen guy? What's going? Is she I don't pining know. over ladies? What's going on? I mean, over ladies. I be- <laughs> I believe in my heart that she did date Carly Kloss and Diana Agron. You can't change my mind. Her and who Joe. Want, who really- would want to change your mind? Like, well, I mean, like a I lot think of people would- want to change my mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know I have no horse in this race like whatever makes her happy but like the class one I kind of really believe like I saw enough I think I watched a couple YouTube videos where I was like I'm in I, I believe this yeah 100% I don't know her and Joe are really interesting because they're always like we're so private we're so private and then whenever he has something coming out it's like Taylor Swift's boyfriend someone called him the um nepotism boyfriend of Hollywood and I thought that was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard um I was just talking about uh What's his name uh, that works? Uh, uh, bleachers, Jack Antonoff. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking of the Jack Antonoff. He just got engaged to uh, what's her name um, last week. That Margaret was also Quali? Margaret Qualley. Yeah, just got engaged to Margaret Qualley. Margaret Qualley had dated Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, of course, dated FKA Twigs. It was like another weird tree. But Jack Antonoff, like what a what a weird, interesting thing from Lena, Dun- Lena Dunham 
to rumors about Lord to really working now with every female after the Taylor Swift thing, Claro, all of these people, any good Jack Antonoff uh, blinds out there, or is he just too like geeky to have blinds about? I feel like this guy gets around. Yeah. I've never. Nobody like, cares. Yeah. He seems just because like he's, he's not beautiful. You can't do blinds about him. No, first of all, um, take that back. Cause I, he's my full type. Okay. 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 Good. 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 Thank you, Troy. Maybe Kelly can sit with herself tonight and think about why she's like this. <laughs> no, I'm obsessed <laughs> with him, but I think that he's one of those. We come across these people all the time that are like, they're they're like meant to be sprinkled in other people's blind items. They're not meant for their own. Like, like he could probably never get an episode, but he'll pop up ever so often in other people's episodes. Does that make sense? I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anybody that uh, is untouchable when it comes to blinds? Is there like, you just can't touch, like this person just does it right all across the board, like seems to make every beautiful PR move that you can and just, you can't even like touch. I will say Jennifer Aniston, we did an episode on her and her blinds are exactly what you see in tabloids. Mm -hmm. Like I was so shocked. The most shocking thing is like, she's a pothead. That's the only thing I learned. Yeah. Well, no, uh, she has dry eyes too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, really? Yeah. And, yeah, it's like, how, that's another thing. I'm like, Jennifer, are we like, how much money do we need at this point? You're like dry <laughs> eyes, water. Um, the Jennifer Aniston thing that I like, see, this is what I hate rumors is that I knew somebody that it's always, I knew somebody that knew somebody that wrote on friends and said that her and um, Matt LeBlanc had a full on relationship, like a full on sexual relationship where they would even hook up in their dressing room on the Warner Brothers lot. And it was four seasons, but it was just purely sexual. Like, have you guys ever come across that rumor? I think there might have been a blind or two. There were blinds about them hooking up for sure. And also, I don't know why there weren't any blind items about it, but we also have this conversation a lot. So there are blind item celebrities and then there are message board celebrities where there could be like 20 to 25 years of message board drama about a certain celebrity (laughs) that doesn't make its way to blind items per se, but like, you know, whatever. Jennifer Aniston is a message board celebrity. Like there are people who believe that Jennifer Aniston is like one of the founding lesbians of closeted gay Hollywood. (laughs) That's why she's always on Ellen. Yeah. 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 And that she is like one of the lesbian queens. And there's like a whole, there's like a whole thing. So then I like, I I love the thought of a lesbian queen that doesn't actually proudly is a proud lesbian. Like I love the thought of a (laughs) hidden lesbian queen that's in charge of all the Hollywood lesbians. I mean, you just have to see who Cara Delevingne is spending time with. Exactly. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't stand Cardella. I'm so sorry. Okay. I cannot say that, okay. that Meg, the stallion thing. I was just like, this is, I thought, I thought people were making memes and putting her in there. And it turns out that was actually her popping <laughs> up. I was like, I was just like, okay, lastly, final question. I swear is that I always dream about this. Uh, I used to talk about it all the time, wanting to do one act plays of encounters with celebrities that we know something happened like the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, private jet. Uh, whatever happened on there that spurred this whole divorce or the Solange Jay-Z Beyonce elevator ride. I would love to know the dialogue surrounding, like you could do like these little one act scenes of what we think happened. Is there any moments like that in pop culture history that you're like, I would have been, I would have given, I'd give everything to be a fly there. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, 
there's so there's almost so many that I'm overwhelmed by that. That's a good question. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just one no, of those things I always question. think about because, like, I like we'll never know. Like, even like, I, not to we're not gonna, but like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff, we're never going to really like know. Like, we're we're yeah. going to now just like this is evidence that was presented to us. But like with the Brad and Angelina, like we know something went down on that plane. We know he was wasted. We know something went down, but we don't know. But it's it it happened so much that she's still in a war with Brad Pitt, divorce wise. Yeah, I think yeah. honestly, I would have loved to be on the set of One Tree Hill just because there's so much shit that happened. Oh. Like all the cast members dated each other. The creator of that show is a monster. Like I would have And that loved- one dude, the one good looking dude was dating like high school students and stuff like that. Yeah, Michael Murray. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so much tea from that set that I would have loved to be like there for a little bit just to see it. I didn't even, wow, that, that was really- that's kind of like in your CW roots a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I would love. I would choose like conservatorship things for Brittany. Like, I would like to be around for like the conversations or to see the conversations of like, like planning her tours and planning these things that she has no control over. The conversations that she didn't even hear. Like, I would love to know, like, what was Janie communicating with these people that had cameras in her bedroom and like all of that stuff. Like, I would love to like know the things. Yeah. I mean, that's you know? the 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 one that one clip from one of the Britney docs that came out in the last year of like them planning the tour without her. And mm-hmm. they were like, that's Britney's birthday. And she's like, she'll work on her birthday. Yeah, I was like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, it's like that. And yeah, there's probably just a shitload of material like that that we will never be privy to. But that is why we have your show to imagine, to wonder, to dream with two professionals, (laughs) you guys. That really, like, this is, do you ever think about this? This is like why you know all of this information. Like, it's all. Like, I always sometimes think of, like, why was I so attracted to all of these, like, housewife shows and all this shit that everybody thought I was weird watching? And I was like, well, now this is what I do. It kind of led to this. Like, do you guys ever go like, oh, this is why I know all the shit I do at this for this moment? It makes not until this very moment. Well, not this. (laughs) No, not. No, honestly. No, Ryan, I've never thought about it like that. I've never thought about it like that. But, yeah, I guess it makes sense that, like, at a young age, I was reading People magazine for something. Like it wasn't just because I was obsessed with celebrities, even though I am, but you know what I mean? No, I mean, I just think it's like what we're attracted to. Like sometimes you would never even think in a million years that like, I was just, Oh, just what I like to do. It's like, I like to flip through us weekly when I'm a little kid, you know, like it's what I like to do. And then you're like, wow, that stuff really does come in handy now. And I almost like, Oh, okay. Well that, if you look at it that way, it's like an amazing uh, study to get to this point. Um, Also Dunzo, what do we have this week on Dunzo, which is Troy's other podcast, which initially was Smush Room and it's excellent. You guys need to go subscribe to that as well. If you want even more Troy, what's coming up on Dunzo? You know, I am also very fly by the seat of my pants at Dunzo. What is it, Monday? I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) Like, I've picked the episodes, like, days before. Um, But I've been doing a lot of just random pop culture deep divey stuff, like, very, very random. Um, I just did an episode that I'm really proud of with this, uh, this girl that I met from TikTok named Olivia Broussard. And she does a lot of, like, fashion TikTok stuff. And we talked about Kim as a fashion icon and like oh. what that means and what it looks like with like Kanye having picked her style and like all that stuff. So and her aping so many other people's style now, you know, like it's, exactly it's stealing. Uh, and Kelly Nostalgia, now we're on a break. We're on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're season two, Ross and Rachel. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> season three, whatever fucking season um, that was. I well, do guys- want to just say yeah. so- something just came out and Diana Agron was just um, talked about as get to know a fabulous queer personality. So apparently Diana Agron has come out. <laughs> Somewhere Bradley's like, the fuck she did. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That just like literally, wait, do you, how many alerts do you guys have on your phone from like random weird celebrity <laughs> blog sites and stuff like just that? Twitter. that just Twitter. We don't need okay. them. We don't need wow. them because the minute they happen, everybody's like, did you see this? It <laughs> is weird. Like, it's like, so everything happens so quick now. You can't really, you almost have to like get 10 years to go by to then actually speak about it with some kind of new, fresh take on what every, the Twitter sphere had, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I know. Like uh, when Kristen and Steven announced their podcast, I'm like, I saw it guys. I yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, by the way, Spencer, second baby. And also, yeah. It's good for Spencer actually because I had posted that about the I said oh Spencer needs to do the Hills one and he DM'd immediately he was like no no I don't get to do that they're giving it to Brody and uh uh ceiling um, Adrena Adrena yeah they're giving it to Brody and Adrena so I was like oh bum Matt so uh anyways you guys go check out their tour. All the information is going to be on uh, on the description. You guys probably already listened to already, but if not, you just found your new obsession. Go follow them on Instagrams. All the information will be there as well. And they're just two great people. So it's good, really. And they're knowledgeable people. This isn't even doing somebody a favor. You're going to be entertained. So thank you guys so much for taking uh, time out of your day because I know you talk all the time. So this sucks. But thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. This was fun. Yeah, this was super fun. This was you guys don't don't that is like half assed. Or was like, yeah, super fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was really fun. Android, I do gotta talk to you at some other point. We didn't even get to touch housewives. So I do need I'm just like as a personal thing, as a I'm like, oh, I'm so curious what you think about <laughs> Beverly Hills. This anyways, you guys, um, beyond the blinds, awesome pod, awesome people. Check it out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, five, four. Betches.